Hi, everyone. It's Rashma in the hall. We are back. Is that ice pack really on his head? Right yes. Now? Our baby is sick and has an ice pack on his head. We just <laughs> caught our dog sniffing the hall's underwear. It's been a That's weird. Disgusting. It's true, though. It's been a weird, weird, weird. Like pack, hour. Hour. Um, and here we are with all of you. So it's good to be here. And this is a really exciting, exciting episode because we're going to be talking about a project that uh, we've been working on um, called the Choice DAO and talk about DAOs in general and what is the potential for DAOs to activate social movements um, and work inside them. We're calling, you know, philanthropy 3.0, funding 3.0, activism 3.0 with Web 3.0. Sure. Um, but we're also episode 16 of Debro and Crypto. Uh, we started earlier this year and this one kind of brings us full circle because you really went down the rabbit hole last week just working on this project with two other incredible people. Let's bring them in. Welcome to the show. Sahar and Julian. Sahar and Julian. Uh, we're just saying backstage that, uh, you know, Julian, when he was working on Constitution DAO, um, had, we had a chance to reconnect, and um, uh, which was awesome. Um, and I think 17,000 folks participated in that project, um, plus or minus a few thousand. And uh, anyway, we had him booked on this show anyway. Uh, and when you're coming up with this um, this thing that you'll talk about in a second, you know, we reached out to Julian. Julian is hallmates with Sahar in Austin, Texas, right? Uh, and, um, I was like, Sahar sounds familiar. Like I've gotten like thousands of emails from this Sahar and it's like, oh my God, it's Sahar from superhuman. And she is in fact, as mentioned a previously, a superhuman. You are a superhuman. Um, and so anyway, just seeing these guys work, yeah. it's only been like a week. Um, but seeing like the three of you work in the office mm -hmm. at our apartment all over the place in a very decentralized fashion, which is very inspiring. So talk about this rabbit hole that you've been down. Well, I mean, we, uh, we've been doing the show together, obviously, Debro and Crypto had a lot of amazing people on. And I think as an activist, I was always fascinated about Web3 and its relationship with igniting social movements and, and, and fundraising in particular, because as Girls Who Code, it's like, you know, I'm always with my hat and like, can you please help me teach these girls to code? And it felt like Web3 had the opportunity to unlock both people and capital in this really powerful way. Uh, you know, we know that we knew that choice was coming down and that the Supreme Court was going to get rid of our basic, you know, fundamental rights to have autonomy over our own body. And so, you know, started talking to folks about what we could do. Julian was one of the first people uh, I talked to and he was like, you got to meet this girl, Sahar. And I was like, great, connect us. And the rest is magic. And we'll go into it. So let's go into it. All right. Sahar, what is the choice now? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Choice DAO is a Web3 community that's coming together to bridge the participation and engagement of that community plus capital um, and then deploying that to boots on the ground organizations that are working to enable women and um, with capital, or sorry, not to capital, with um, access to safe and legal abortions. Um, we sprung up the community kind of overnight once we had the idea and socialized it with um, organizations in the space to you know make sure it was good to proceed and it's been a whirlwind of the last week um, we went from a 
core group of three or four people to 30 to now 400 plus people in the Discord um, and a growing following on Twitter. So it's been a really, really, really fun journey. And we have over 3,000 people following on Twitter. So we we may beat those constitutional dial numbers at this rate. <laughs> like, I hope we so. haven't launched yet. We haven't opened up the wallet yet. So it's that's a that's pretty amazing. So I mean, I never actually asked you this. So when you when you got that email from me, you immediately were like, I'm in. Yeah. Why? Um, I've been thinking about that actually. When I was really little, I was doing nonprofit stuff. Uh, I was working with family foundations across the U.S. to enable their youth actually to get involved because at that point, the next gen was considered the 30 plus year old white dudes that were going to join the board and then learn, you know, learn the ropes and then deploy the money. And we as eight and nine year olds were like, well, what we want to get involved. Like we have ideas on how the community can work and, and participate. And so that's kind of part of my DNA. Uh, and then I got into tech because I saw an amazing opportunity to create impact quickly. Startups go fast. You get a lot of agency and autonomy as part of an early team. That's why I joined Superhuman. Um, and then I had been taking some pen off the last few months and you reached out and we connected and it just immediately resonated with me. There's something that needed to be done. I wanted to work on something that was meaningful and impactful and that I could, you know, lend my skills to. And I thought it was the perfect fit because I was also at the same time just dipping my toes into what Web3 communities look like. And right now the model is a DAO, a decentralized or autonomous organization. Uh, and so when you had that call with Julian, he literally turned around, he hopped off the call and he just turned around and was like, do you want to talk to Reshma? And I said, yes. So that's kind of how I got here and why it's important to me, because I've always been curious and interested in wanting to help people get involved where they don't feel like they can um, with the current models. And I think, you know, the question, the first question we get is why Adele? Why don't you just fundraise and raise money and give cash to donate to organizations that are doing good work? And that's a really, really good, fast option to get money into the hands of people that are on the ground. Um, but there's also this like, feeling of helplessness that a lot of people my age are feeling. Um, and I think, you know, there's the tweeting on, you know, you can, you can engage on social media, you can donate, you can vote, but that's not enough. People really want to get involved. They, they feel despair. And so when the ways to engage are limited, it, it limits your, your perspective on how you can have impact on the world. And so we really think that this project is a way to empower people to participate by lending them voice, by lending them choice, um, and helping them get engaged with the organizations that are requesting their help. You know what else is so cool? And I haven't said this to you, and then I want to get to Julian. Um, actually, this leads into you, Julian, because you're a man. Um, you know, the, men, you know, men are men are involved in this too. This is what I was about to say. Yeah. So you know, we're called Debro in crypto. And part of it was starting it was like, you know, how do we get, you know, how do we debro crypto? But you know what? You don't need to debro the the choice down. I mean, I have been just blown away by how many men are on our admin team, part of our core team, are in the discourse, talking about it, working on it, working until five, six in the morning, right, uh, on this. And so it is, it's something like I've actually never seen in all my days of activism in any other community of, of where, pe where people are fighting for women's rights. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that. Um, and it's, it's powerful. It's really powerful. And, 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 and Julie, you're a member of the core team. Yeah, yeah. What are your, I mean, what are your thoughts on that too? And then I want you to talk about the constitution now. 
Sure. So I think Sahar brought up a really important point, which is people are looking for ways to participate and a grassroots bottoms up approach to creating something that both complements and supplements uh, existing initiatives is really important. And I think that for the longest time, people felt like they haven't had something that they could actually contribute. And when I looked at what you were talking about um, when we first got connected um, and you know, I, I started talking with Sahar and we were jamming on it as well. It, it got me thinking that, gee, you know, there's really a big opportunity for people to lend their skills. And I think that if you look at the people who are participating right now in the community, on the core team, um, it doesn't really matter what, what gender um, they have. It's, it's like they're participating because they feel like they could actually do something um, towards, towards working on this initiative. And I think that generally speaking, it's, it's a lot harder when there's like a much bigger existing organization to feel like you can, you can actually join and, and, and do something that, that is of, of use. Um, I believe it was Eleanor Roosevelt who had this quote about, um, you know, people want to be useful, right? No, nobody wants to feel used, but people want to feel, feel useful. And uh, I think that's really what we're, we're trying to do with, uh, with Choice Dow. I mean, it was uh, it was inspiring to watch. I mean, by the way, what happened last week as well, I think what you guys were working on was a little microcosm of, of what was happening in New York City during NFT NYC. I noticed like, you know, not Williamsburg was kind of like a, a hub, but like even where we live in Chelsea, walking into coffee shops and it was like literally teams of like six to 20 folks with their MacBooks with stickers on the computers, uh, incredibly diverse teams who have never met IRL before. And you would see them sit up right next to each other, put their MacBooks literally next to each other and get on the same Discord. And it's like, hey, nice to meet you, IRL. Let's go. And whatever project they're working on. Um, and, you know, our conference room at ENIAC last weekend was the same, right? Like all of these literally uh, people, uh, you know, Julian, to your point, that were like incredibly um, skilled at that one specific um, area, you know, came together to be useful. And I remember, I think, sorry, you introduced me to this guy. Actually, was at our apartment. He's like, he's like the social, like, he's the social guy, right? And like, literally, he like plugs in and your Twitter account gets like thousands of folks like in seconds or whatever, minutes. Sure. And uh, I was like, hey, uh, I, I need another uh, couple hundred K followers. <laughs> like, uh, uh, let's have a conversation. But, uh, but anyway, it's like absolutely incredible, right? It's like the Avengers, like, who've never met before and they come together uh and and you guys are you know like form with a team with that singular mission and it's men and it's women and it's um you know obviously multiracial it's an incredible um non-binary trans non-binary it's an incredible community it's very i mean that's like that's web three right it's like decentralized like there is not one office right there is there's like not one apartment um there's not one leader and i don't know i was i was like re-inspired last week to see yeah. you guys work on it and then also that as again, the backdrop of what was happening, you know, with NFT NYC. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you though, one of the things I've been thinking, I was just, um, how do you build trust or how, what role does trust play in the fact that you're kind of working and building stuff with strangers and that you don't know, that you don't vet, right? That you don't, um, yeah. Well, are people, are people doxxed by the way? No, our, right. our members are docs on our website, um, but we haven't shared the multi-sigs yet. Um, and then the community shares what they want to about themselves. 
Can you, by the way, just uh, double click on that multi-sig and docs for Yeah, will you explain listeners? what that is for people? <laughs> what do they mean? Um, docs is like a term to describe and revealing yourselves, or like a lot of people are non-Web3 or the project contributors are hidden. And so doxing means that you're kind of exposing yourself and revealing who you are. Um, multi-sigs refers to, so there's a wallet that holds all the money that we're collecting. And on that wallet, um, we are requiring multiple signatures to manage the money. So the multi-sig kind of refers to the multi, the set of signers who have to sign off on anything that happens uh, with the funds. And so the multi-sig signers that we have are a group of amazing and powerful people across the repro rights space and um, Web3 to give and lend credibility to the project. And, and trust with them and vetting them is really important because they have control of the money at the end of the day. Um, there's another thing that another component with the multi-sigs that's interesting and helpful, which is we have rules around how, you know, what, how the funds get, how the proposals to use the funds get executed. So we're requiring that five of nine of our signers need to approve before anything moves. So not one person can take over. And worst case, like on a security level, if someone gets hacked, it doesn't mean that they get access to the funds. You would need to do that to all nine people or all five people required to sign. Uh, so that's what multi-sig and docs means. Yeah, so, so Julie, you've now been involved in two DAOs from the ground up. What's different? What's the same? What have you, you know, what have you seen? What are you learning? And yeah, and can, um, we make, can we make sure the Citadel guy is not getting involved in this DAO at all? Uh, right? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know where he, where he stands on um, on choice now. Um, though, you know, if, he, if he wants to if he wants to contribute to this mission, I think that we we'd all actually be potentially very excited about that. Um, the uh, I, I think the, the, the main. By the way, the backdrop there is a Citadel guy bid against Constitution Dow to actually buy the Constitution. So anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think that there's uh, there's a lot to be said for the the world of Web three has moved pretty quickly um, since Constitution Dow. That was, I believe, in September of last year, um, and so much has changed. Um, the tooling has changed. The meaning meaning the software and infrastructure and sort of ways of building um, the way that people organize and sort of divvy up tasks has has, has certainly improved. I think that one of the cool things that gets lost um, when it comes to Web3 is that um, unlike companies where you kind of had to wait for an employee to leave the company and then go and sort of bring and transfer their, their knowledge uh, into the next company, with Web3, people are working on multiple projects all at once. Um, and what they're able to do is they're able to transfer this, this knowledge that they learned from one project about how to build things, about how to think through challenges, and they're able to import that into the the other project that they're maybe working on simultaneously this allows for things to grow much faster in terms of uh knowledge share across the entire ecosystem and i think that's why you're seeing the development of of, of so many different tools and so many different best practices um across across all of these different DAOs. um to answer your question more directly i think it really comes down to um, there are people who were involved in constitution DAO uh, who are working on this there are people who are involved with many other DAOs, Ukraine DAO, um, Unchained Fund, um, people who, uh, you know, like the founder of Gitcoin. We have we have so many incredible people involved, um, people from different um, fundraising infrastructure stacks. So, you know, we have people from Syndicate, we have people from Upstream, 
We have people from um, all, all sorts of others. Um, and the great thing is that people are not necessarily thinking about, you know, how do we how do we get this DAO to use our tools? It's how do we improve the world with this DAO? And you know, I think that this is a very big difference um, between Web three and Web two is that yeah. people tend to really want to like see the project to be successful and they will they will work on it even if it's like not directly benefiting their their company um th this is a thing where it's like yeah. so you, like you were floored on this because i remember you'd wake up and be like this is like this is this blows my mind like i've been building web 2 whatever for decades but i've never felt anything like this oh i'm out of rat people out right now i mean when i was like you know uh you know raising money to teach girls to code from companies. They would basically try to get me to use their products and their software totally. and those products. And it was so like, I was like, this is so gross. Like this is- it, There's and, some and weird quid pro quo, right? Yeah, and, it's, and, it, and I've been negotiating and saw, with Sarah like some of these relationships and it's like completely different energy, completely different kind of conversation um, around, around this. It's, it's, it's a different thing motivating people. You know, it's not about making money. Um, it's, it's about making change. Well, also with Julian's, it's about being useful, right? Like applying your skills and then obviously to make change. I mean, this mission was, no, was right. so is... fired up, like, especially when Roe got overturned last Friday, every, I mean, you, you guys were working on this way before that, but then that was just like, you know, the spark, you know, let's go. Yeah. Like, it's, everybody, it, it, no questions asked. I actually think it's, and I love your, your what you think about this, Sahar, too. I think there's actually both kinds of people in the Discord. Some people that are really fired up on repo, fired up about this issue. And some people are just fired up on the the technical piece, you know, and this idea of what this could, when we were, Sahar and I were talking about this, I mean, this, we could build a blueprint for the BLM DAO, for the climate DAO, you know, for, you know, all mm. the other things that are going to come up and come ahead from us. And, and build that blueprint for people. And I think that's what's really exciting for, for people, including myself. I mean, I don't know if you have thoughts on that, Sarah. Yeah, um, I would say that the diversity too, like on that point also spans geography. Like it's not just one city or one state or even the country. We have so many international members who are fired up about this attack on our personal liberties. Um, and it's been an amazing thought partnership to have three types of people in the room people that you know are really well versed on repro rights and access people who are really well versed in the web3 space and then like within that people who really want to see DAOs succeed as a model for community and so we've spent hours philosophizing on voice chat and discord about like what is the right structure what requirements do we have what tools do we use that are the best fit for this use case which is very specific and what is the right governance framework and the core of that debate is like how centralized or decentralized do we want to be? And so it's been a learning, um, not just in, you know, what is Web3 and what are DAOs, but how do you really carefully think about curating communities so that the processes are in place um, so that when we do fundraise, we can manage it in a really thoughtful and efficient way. What is the stack? I mean, I don't want to geek out too much, but like, like 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 what is it? Obviously, I see you know the market is on Twitter, the 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 comms is Discord and Telegram. What else is involved? Yeah, so there are a bunch of different tools. There's not a single all-in-one out-of-the-box tool quite yet for this type of DAO. Um, first, you need a wallet to hold the funds, and so we're using Gnosis Safe. That's the gold standard, um, the most secure, and we'll have a smart contract that hooks into that wallet. 
a another thing we need is a tool to raise funds. So how what's the user experience? How are people contributing? And so for that, we're going to use Syndicate. And that will be a website where you can go, you connect your wallet, you type in the dollar amount or the ETH amount that you want to contribute, and then you can contribute that way. And that will hook straight on top, straight into our smart contract. So it's like a layer on top of the, the wallet. Then the third is a tool for off-chain voting. Um, and that's going to be Snapshot. And there's a lot of custom strategies, like voting strategies we can employ with Snapshot. Um, the other benefit of Snapshot is that it is off-chain. So that means no gas fees, no transaction fees to enable voting. Um, a fourth tool is for token-gated discussion. So for people who have contributed to the DAO and are participating in it, we'll have private channels that they can participate in um, as long as they can prove verification they contributed. And the last piece is our Squarespace website, <laughs> just to have a front end to kind of talk about what we're Squarespace. doing. Squarespace, there's a familiar web too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the voting is for... If you hold the token. Okay, got it, for governance essentially yes. right but but that's different that does multi-sig also use that as well no the multi-sig does not require um a token to be part of the multi-sig got it and what platform and is for, sorry uh, we're using gnosis so they'll be like plugged in there we'll hook in their wallets to the gnosis safe Dylan, did i get that all right yeah that that's right i think i think one thing that's worth maybe sharing with the the audience is it's really about um, finding the tools that sort of fit the needs um, versus like thinking about the tools and what they'll unlock. So starting with like what you're trying to accomplish and then working backwards to figure out like the tooling that would be necessary. The other thing that I would add is um, it's, it's important also to just, there, there's no need to innovate um, on like, I'm like using like the most cutting edge or like the, the, the newest thing. It's like use the thing that's battle tested unless you have a very specific reason um, to use something else. So, you know, with Constitution DAO, we went with the best, what we thought was the best platform at the time in terms of uh, having the most sort of volume through it when it came to a fundraising mechanism. Um, we didn't we didn't want to like try something that was brand new there that was in beta. And we certainly didn't want to try and create something uh, of our own. So, so that's, that's like probably the biggest takeaway is like use the best things that are off the shelf and don't innovate uh, in areas that you don't need to. When, when are you, when, when, when are we rolling this out? When, when are we launching? When are we, when can I connect my wallet soon. and, and give you guys whatever soon. ETH I have left? I think we should just say soon. Soonish? Soonish. Soon. Um, I want to get to some of these before we run out of time. Okay. Like tomorrow? No. Okay. Like soonish. <laughs> Not just <laughs> after the holiday. Okay. Okay. So when you're discussing ways to participate, how can people who are not technical in the traditional sense get involved? So, or, and I would ask them, what if you're not like Web3? How do you say, okay, how do you approach joining the Discord and participating in the Discord? Yeah, I think there are two ways to think about the contribution. One is like getting the governance to participate in voting. And that means you have to contribute through your crypto wallet. Um, the other is like the community is not gated. You can come into our discord and raise your hand and say, how can I help or how can I get engaged and just start talking to people um, for for other folks too who maybe don't like, don't use discord. We have an intake form that's linked to on our website where you can fill out a Google form and tell us what you want to help with. So there's a lot of, of ways that aren't restricted to being super Web3 native or having a crypto wallet even that you can get involved. What What is the website, by the way? 
So people choicedow.org. Choicedow.org. Yeah. And the Twitter account, I believe, is the choice at the choice Dow. Correct. Perfect. Correct. And there's an intake form for anybody anywhere around the world to fill stuff out. And um, and Jothi jumped in from our um oh Maris Mar also added there are a lot a few other roles to choice down needs designers, artists. Uh, writers for writing skills, networking for networking skills, marketing for marketing skills. A meme crew. A meme crew. That's awesome. Yeah. We need more meme dealers. You know, that's that's an important part of this for sure. I'm I mean, trying Elon to get Elon on that. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, Elon has like a meme team, right? That he claims that that's like the secret to his success, by the way. So you definitely need a meme. Them? Does anyone know the meme team at Tesla? <laughs> No, you want to that? Let's give the hall that them. that job. Yeah, give me some jobs, guys. Do you have All to right. go to fill out the intake form? Yes, Come on. Basically. Okay. Well, <laughs> you go get to Elon Musk and get mean team, and then we're giving. He you hasn't a, spoken to me in like ten. We're years. giving you a raised goal of a million dollars. Okay. All right. Let's go. There we go. Let's go. Let's go. Amazing. Where's the money going? So, say tomorrow you raise, whenever this thing's live, you yep. raise ten million bucks in like whatever a month. Um. Uh, where is it going? Who decides where it goes? I could just start and start. Yeah. Like, so, you know, we asked Cecile Richards to be our advisor. So he, Cecile Richards used to run Planned Parenthood for a very long time, is very plugged in um, to all of the organizations and now is really kind of, you know, um, uh, interacting between everyone to keep everybody organized. So she will be uh, an advisor to help with that. But I think the community will help source and think about what organizations, who has needs. The thing is, is, we were just in a conversation about this before. Things are moving fast. You know, we were talking a lot about travel. Now we're talking about digital privacy. Now we're talking about, you know, all these other issues, childcare needs. You know, six out of 10 women who get abortions are mothers. Most of them are living in states that, you know, it's restricted. They have to travel 100 miles to get an abortion. What do you do with your kids? Right. Mm. So like there are so many stories, so many like so many things coming up. Um, and I think this is an opportunity for us to um, as Sahar, you sent me a text message of like, how do we actually get women? How do we get people together who need abortions in these 26 states and tell us what they need and what they would like to have funded? And I think that that would be really powerful. Yeah, it's yeah. An absolutely incredible uh, mission. And, um, you know, thank you guys for, the, you know, the incredible like response and this thing is going to be just watching it from the inside you know i get uh i get goosebumps and i know it's going to be hugely successful and really impactful um so uh yeah that's uh you know i'm getting a little emotional but you guys this is great now i'm gonna cry now i'm gonna cry now um but uh we need a lot more you know of this the uh, world seems to be falling apart yeah and, and it's also just i think this uh, sorry i mean like Sahar is the most incredible collaborator I have ever met and her ability to like get in people's feedback and take it. It's just, it's, a, it's an amazing, like you can learn about leadership, just sitting on a discord and just watching how kind I, of decisions. And it's yeah. funny because in society we're moving, you know, cause Donald Trump in this autocratic, like I'm three, six justices and I'm going to decide your rights. And you have this completely opposite community where it is collaborative where people come together, where it is a true democracy. It's incredible, like incredible. And, and it takes so much energy, uh, which is another observation. It's you know, incredible. one thing is you guys are like literally in every, you know, there's a text from Sahar while you're, while you're on Telegram and Discord getting messages from Sahar and Julian. And it's like, how many channels and mediums are you in the same time? But I can 
see you guys literally having conversations with everybody, right? Like, I think you had um, uh, Pussy Riot uh, DM'd you, right? Mm -hmm. On Twitter, there's a, and she gave you guys a big shout out and they are uh, involved in another DAO, but like, you're having all these side conversations at the same time while moving the mission forward and you're not letting anybody feel like they're they're alone you know yeah, nobody's like, excluded everybody's voice matters like and and i guess my question there is like um it's a very different way of like running a company right like a like a web one web two or just a you know an llc with a ceo and like fine we'll get everybody's input but like i may not listen to anybody because i want to charge forward and i want to like get things get shit done right and then what i'm what we're seeing here um is like literally you're interacting with everybody and you're getting feedback from everybody and obviously you can't please everybody but during the interactions you kind of want to let them be heard does that slow down your does it slow down your your, no. your velocity I think, it makes, I think it makes us better especially because we're all learning together that we need to include everyone in the conversations I've never used so many messaging apps in my life. Um, and, you know, we're meeting people where they want to be met. But <laughs> we, I, I, and I also like push back, like why can't companies be run like that? Why can't it be baked into the culture and process where feedback is a core tenant? I think it makes the thinking better. It makes people feel heard and engaged. And, and people are disincentivized um, to do good for the company when they're feeling not heard. Um, yeah, and I so the, the reason why we're here is because our democracy is broken and it broke mm. because people tried to actually mm -hmm. sabotage democracy for an autocracy. Mm -hmm. and it's amazing that Web3 is actually going to break that mm -hmm. because this is like a generation of people. This is how you operate. You would not be able to it's, function. It, you know what I mean? It, in a company it, actually, that didn't operate this yeah, way. Yeah, it's actually beautiful when you think about it. You yeah. have these, you know, these originalist justices that are deciding rights for all these people that don't are not even are able to give any feedback that are against the majority. They're the minority. They're not even able to, their voices are not heard. And what you guys are doing the exact opposite. Maybe is that's that the attraction, and that's that's like now I'm hooked. I'm like I'm mm -hmm. like I found my people, right? It's like that is like the attraction because even I think in the you know even in the the in, even in social justice movements they become very top down when they were supposed to be bottoms up, and so and I think people thought well there's no other way because it slows it down, you can't make decisions, you can't get anything done. Well, actually, I feel like we've gotten more done in 72 hours. You know what I mean? Than I've seen in organizations that have been trying to do stuff for for five years. So, well, well yeah. you know, that, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Jill. I was, I was, yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, it, it it's really a thing where if you look at anywhere on the political spectrum, um, the the top down approach has become the default, um, and it has uh, it has not served anyone well. Um, the this idea that people have to sort of just sit around and, and wait for the people that they elected, regardless of what party uh, they're for. Um, you know, wait for them to go in and enact the the change that they want to see in the world. Uh, one, it just it, it breeds complacency uh, on on people's uh, people's behalfs, and it, it really denies people the agency to actually go and do things for themselves. Uh, you know, I, there, there's there's this um, there's this really incredible uh, quote um, from from the Whole Earth Catalog, which um, which came out in the '60s, and it was you know it was talking about tools and technology, uh, and obviously tools and technology in the '60s uh, were nowhere where they are today. Um, but it was essentially we are as gods, and we might as well get get uh, get used to it and, and and like start doing things about that, right? And uh, and it's like we have a lot of tools, and we have a lot of motivation. 
And it is time to actually go and, and do something with those tools and that motivation instead of just waiting for other people to, to do it for us. Absolutely. Mm. Well, thank you, both of you. Well um, I'm excited. I feel like we have to like, we all need to journal while we're doing this experience because it's, it's so, there's so much, I feel like every day that I'm just like, You know, wow. that's, that's so web one. I know. This is the journal. This is it. This is the journal. Right, spaces. Yeah. Fine. We'll just, yeah. we'll do one of these like once. Can't do it once a week, but I don't know. Well, we do Twitter we'll, Spaces, yeah. We'll do Twitter Spaces, or or come back after after we're launched, you know, and yeah, we'll and, keep coming um, back. And uh, but anyway, this has been Thank incredible. You. So many people are excited about it. Can't wait. Thank to... you, Julian, for introducing me to this amazing woman. Thank you, Sahar. I will like to make the first investment in your company that you create. We are not going to be weeks. <laughs> All righty. Talk soon, guys. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.